and we'll go back today into session 57, Law of One, received June 12, 1981. Uh, here's a long session, uh, 34 exchanges, uh, mainly about pyramids, <clears throat> and we, um, we ended with 57.13 last week, and pick up starting here with 57.14, uh, and we'll just jump right in because uh, there are lots of exchanges um, about details of uh, how the Giza pyramid or any pyramid uh, structures or configures energy and the uses of the chambers and um, more understanding of the relationship between uh, our seven chakra energy fields, right? So there are seven chakras with seven energy fields and um, the energetic you know, energy dynamics associated with both healing and initiation, which are different, although uh, in my book um, healing represents a type of initiation, and initiation surely can be seen as a higher level of healing, but they are distinct. So let's jump in. Fifty-seven fourteen. Don asks, "What is the aid or the mechanism of the aid received for meditation?" for an entity who would be positioned in the so-called Queen's Chamber position. And as remember, the Queen's Chamber uh, is associated with initiation. And so, Ra answers, Consider the polarity of mind-body-spirit complexes. The inner light is that which is your heart of being. Its strength equals your strength of will to seek the light. The position or balanced position of a group intensifies the amount of this will, the amount of awareness of the inner light necessary to attract the in-streaming light upward spiraling from the south magnetic pole of being. So that's talking about uh, a human being or a group uh, and upward spiraling light. Then Ra goes on, thus this, meaning the Queen's Chamber, thus this is the place of the initiate for many extraneous items or distortions will leave the entity as it intensifies its seeking so that it may become one with this centralized and purified incoming light. So Ra is making an analogy between what happens in the Queen's Chamber position of the Giza Pyramid and how uh, a person, an entity, a per an individual, makes use of upward streaming light upward spiraling light from root chakra, you know, up the central channel uh, to the crown, uh, in their own process of self-development, which includes initiation. And so, <clears throat> first we talk about um, polarity. Polarity is not only the moral polarity of the two paths, service to other, service to self, which is really path of love and unity versus the path of uh, control and separation. The more we open to love and unconditional acceptance, the more we experience unity. The more a person is involved in control, the more they'll experience a sense of separation. That's not the only polarity. There's also the polarity between um, our development and our potential, or our condition of chakras and their optimal development. So then there's the polarity between um, the crown chakra and the root chakra. When Ra says the inner light is that which is your heart of being, 
I believe they mean the, the what they've called the Polaris or North Star, the energy associated with crown chakra, or our own um, intrinsic uh, divine nature. You know, crown chakra is really uh, you know, accessing intelligent infinity or the logos beyond the octave or our source or essence uh, called inner light, our heart of being. It's the source of being even before the octave. So that's one of the pola- one pole. And now the strength, this is a key sentence and phrase, the strength of that inner light equals the strength of our will to seek that light. And so the degree of uh, will we put into our daily life to better ourselves, to better our life, which really means to use our time well for that which is valuable, which may be anything. It may be, you know, watching uh, comedy. It might be watching Star Trek. It might be reading geopolitics. It might be reading, you know, about... uh, like you said, gaming or how to uh, learn some skills to make money so that our physical and financial condition is is improved. Uh, But the strength of will to seek the light is really the strength of commitment to continued development and the commitment to truth and the commitment to knowing and practicing that which is beneficial for us at all levels in any way. And so the strength of that inner light, which really means the degree to which we can touch God or intelligent infinity or crown chakra energetics, has a role uh, throughout the seven levels or the all, all levels of our being, right? To what extent do you, you know, the God-centered life, this kind of thing, where the person is committed to what? Right speech, right action, uh, self-development, um, being good to self and other. But the strength of our will to seek spiritually is, is um, equivalent to the strength of the light that we perceive in terms of our true spiritual nature. Then, Ra's talking about um, not necessarily a person in the Queen's Chamber, but a group. So you see, it's interesting. Don, Ra, Ra doesn't answer Don's questions uh, directly. <laughs> always. Sometimes they bring in, we've seen this a lot here, they bring in other perspectives that they consider important. So while Don is asking um, for, you know, how is it that a person in the Queen's Chamber gets uh, assistance, Ra is talking about how a group that is seeking, like the L&L group, uh, intensifies their own will and uh, ends up spiritualized <laughs> because Ra is really not encouraging people to build pyramids and get into chambers. They're encouraging people to know the principles of soul evolution and apply them for ourselves and in group life. So the position or balanced position of a group, meaning the state of mind, what, what that group is about. So you see, I, I can unpack you know, half of these, each of these sentences in many ways. And that's the raw material, and that's um, you know the holographic nesting of um, successive levels of truth or importance um, in any uh, centered spiritual teaching. We go back again and again and again and find new material. So the position or balanced position of a group, what is that? 
in many ways, it's not the position in the king. Ra's not talking about uh, you guys should get into a group and go into the queen's chamber. They're talking about uh, you, L&L, and any group uh, should be clear about your intentions and um, develop, you know, increasing develop love wisdom in your relations and the activity and the purpose of your group. And the degree to which the group is balanced um, in full agreement uh, about its, in, its spiritually positive, beneficial intention, that intensifies or can intensify the amount of will. Um, so getting clear about the group, you know, making positive relations and getting clear and unified about the objectives of the group, same thing with the individual, getting clear about your own objectives, intensifies the amount of this will. It's, and that then um, strengthens the inner light or awareness of the inner light. So <clears throat> the uh, clarity uh, or harmony in a group, as well as clarity of mind and internal harmony for the individual, um, that work to get clear um, can be considered an act of will. And that increases or develops uh, awareness of inner light because uh, the will to seek um, activates access to that will to the to that light and that that awareness or degree relative degree amount of awareness of inner light is necessary or does the work of attracting in streaming light upward spiraling from south magnetic pole meaning the root the crown the root chakra so now we're talking about group life <laughs> like the individual transformation process associated with initiation or awareness of inner light um, being uh, affected by uh, strengthened will which then uh, is attractive or that that commitment of will itself does the attraction or pulling up of in-streaming light from the root chakra up to the head, uh, up through all levels of our being, through the seven stations. And that, um, that work is associated with initiation, whether it's uh, individual or group uh, in a pyramid or not. And so thus this is the place of the initiate. The place of the initiate um, is the placement of will uh, to continue seeking inner light. <laughs> and with that clarity of seeking, excuse me, comes um, the releasing or letting go of extraneous items or distortions. Leaving, they will leave. Meaning we become, we, we spend less time doing, doing that which is less helpful and spend more time doing that which is more helpful. Uh, we don't get caught in conflict because we're clear enough to not have internal conflict or group conflict. And so that is also um, an aspect of the leaving or um, ending of extraneous items and distortions, putting away the unimportant uh, as we intensify seeking so that one on this path continuing becomes one with the centralized and, in, and purified incoming light in the queen's chamber and, and from the root chakra.
So Ra is very cleverly um, making an analogy between um, self-initiation associated with uh, clearing the channel from root to crown by strengthening of will, which is a strengthening of inner light or the seeking of the inner light, between that individual self-initiation and the work in the Queen's Chamber. 57.15 Then if a pyramid shape is used, it would seem to me that it would be necessary to make it large enough so that the Queen's Chamber position would be far enough from the King's Chamber position so that you could use that energy position, the Queen, and not be harmed by the energy position of the King's Chamber position or any position further from the Queen's Chamber. Is it correct? So we're talking about, you know, building a pyramid and how uh, how big it should be and the space between the two chambers. Ross said, in this application, um, meaning um, using a physical pyramid and chambers, in this application, a pyramid shape may be smaller if the apex angle is less, thus not allowing the formation of the king's chamber position. Also efficacious for this application are the following shapes, the silo, the cone, the dome, and the teepee. And so, okay, if you want to, um, you know, have two chambers, you do need a big pyramid, and if you uh, make the apex angle less, you can make the pyramid smaller, but that won't allow the formation of the king's chamber position. And um, as on Jim's uh, chart, general functions of the pyramids from Jim McCarty, the king's chamber position is sort of offset from the uh, upward spiraling light above the queen's chamber. So these are just the dynamics of, uh, you know, building a pyramid. But uh, any religious architecture in the shape of a dome, like Islamic, or a cone, um, I don't know too many, architecture like a cone, but the teepee also, uh, these have the same effect to centralize and organize upward spiraling light. 5716, do these shapes that you just mentioned have any of the effect of the king's chamber at all, or do they only have the queen's chamber effect? So king's chamber healing, queen's chamber initiation. Uh, Ross said, just a second, these shapes have the Queen's Chamber effect, which is um, centralized or centered vibration, Queen's Chamber associated with initiation. Uh, it is to be noted that a strongly crystallized entity is, in effect, a portable King's Chamber position. And that's really what Ra would like Don to keep moving back towards, which is that um, reliance on a physical shape is not recommended but realizing that uh, self-initiation and healing, uh, self-healing as well as working with a, a crystallized healer is preferable. And so the strongly crystallized entity, meaning the person who has the lower triad, first, second, third chakra is primarily cleared, balanced, healed, and a green-blue center, you know, fourth, fifth chakra is quite well developed and balanced, love, wisdom and working from, uh, you know, the light in the head, 
or six chakra activation, uh, the crystallized healer, um, is like a portable king's chamber position or um, has the energetic effect on the person to be healed or seeks healing uh, comparable to the king's chamber itself, meaning the crystallized healer or adept healer um, by use of crystal and or, or not um, may uh, provide the energetics of temporary interruption of the person's uh, energy field armoring and the needed energy boost or offering that the person may use to affect self-healing and um, resume their energy fields functioning in a less distorted condition. So Ra's not encouraging Don or anybody to, to build pyramids. 5717 then are you saying that there is absolutely no need, use, or good in having the King's Chamber effect at this time in our planetary evolution? Ra, this was in brackets a little bit here. Ra said, if those who desired to be healers of a crystallized nature uh, and were all supplicants, those wishing less distortion, yeah, so if, if those who desired to be healers of a crystallized nature were all supplicants who are those wishing less distortion the pyramid would be as always a carefully designed set of parameters to distribute light and its energy so as to aid in healing catalyst however we found that your peoples are not distorted towards the desire for purity to a great enough extent to be given this powerful and potentially dangerous gift we therefore would suggest it not be used for healing in the traditional king's chamber configuration which we naively gave to your peoples only to see its use grossly distorted and our teachings lost how can one be in late sixth density and be so naive how can one be in late sixth density and not review uh, probability possibility vortices before making such an intervention hmm? I don't know. <laughs> it's not very uh, encouraging. So, how could six density entities make such interventions where the results are grossly distorted? Hmm? Seems to be strange, huh? I don't see that happening with Gautama or Nityanda. Uh, I don't see that happening with the Lords of Karma and uh, Guardians. Uh, so it's a little strange to me, but um, again, Ra is saying there's no problem with the King's Chamber effect or having, there's no problem with having a King's Chamber functional in a properly configured pyramid because it is a carefully designed set of parameters, that chamber, like the Queen's Chamber, that distributes light and its energy. So we may understand that seven energy fields or the seven dimensions of energy or frequencies of light um, are manifestations of light right the the nature of energy is light Ross said so energy is a downstepped version uh, of intelligent energy which is light or light love now <clears throat> if people the person using or uh, being the healer in the king's chamber 
um, was of a crystallized nature, meaning an adept, and were supplicants or, you know, purely desired um, total perfection and purification, then, of course, um, the healing, you know, the king's chamber position, the king's chamber effect in a pyramid would be useful, as it was before, or as it, you know, as its potential is. And that's an aid, you know, the aid in healing catalyst. So, healing catalyst is another phrase we could unpack, but that takes a long time. Healing the distorted uses of catalyst, or healing the distortions that are catalyst, or catalyst of distortion, that um, we can undistort. Which is, you know, what healing's all about, becoming less distorted in energy and consciousness, mind and um, chakra conditions. But Ra found our peoples are not distorted towards desire for purity to a great enough extent to be given the powerful and uh, potentially dangerous gift of, of a physical big pyramid like Giza. Uh, did they not know that before? I guess they didn't. That's funny. Sounds like somebody's careless. Hmm? I don't get it. I just don't get it. Um, <laughs> the superior man makes sure he has it in him before he offers it to others, said uh, the Yi Ching, and also uh, Lao Tzu. So, it's a strange thing. In any case, um, humanity obviously is not... Um, desire is not, you know, suitably desirous to purity, for purity, um, for such powerful gifts. Um, therefore, Ra is saying, uh, today they realize they would, they would suggest it not be used, meaning the pyramid. They suggest it, the pyramid is not to be used for healing in a traditional way, as a king's chamber configuration or that chamber, in that position in a suitably configured pyramid um, because of um, the lack of uh, sincere spiritual intention of earth humanity naively gave to your peoples only to see its use grossly distorted and our teachings lost I just don't get <laughs> how six, late six density confederation groups could um, involve themselves in, in such a mistake, but um, I'll get the briefing when I'm back upstairs. 57.18 What would be an appropriate apex angle for a teepee shape for our uses? I guess Don was maybe thinking of building this. Maybe they did. Ross said, this is at your discretion. The principle of circular, rounded, or peaked shapes is that the center acts as an invisible inductive coil. Thus the energy patterns are spiraling and circular. Thus the choice of the most pleasant configuration is yours. The effect is relatively fixed based on, you know, the shapes and the ratios, right? Is it rounded or is it a square base like a pyramid? How tall, how wide, uh, you know, the dimensions of the structure. But the key, the key is this phrase that the um, peaked shape, like all of these, or the rounded, you know, there's the, the circular uh, rounding of a dome, 
there's the peak shape of a TP. There's the circular or rounded uh, condition of a silo. But in those cases, in all those cases, the center, the center line, the, the vertical, particularly the vertical, up down, center line acts as an invisible inductive coil, and that's exactly how intelligent energy is configured by uh, induction. The induction of that center point with, you know, as the top of a circular or rounded peaked structure, uh, pulling it up. So I, you know, look at the pyramid as an upside down funnel. The funnel uh, organizes water uh, by its shape. And the, you know, like water going down a drain spirals first or going uh, in the bathtub, that kind of thing. That spiraling is is the result of invisible induction uh, generated by the shape, you know, the entirety of the ratios of the shape. So energy patterns are spiraling and they're circular uh, and you can choose whichever one you want. <laughs> but the effect is fixed by um, the geometry of the shapes uh, as they uh, affect intelligent energy. 57.19 Is there any variation in the effect with respect to the material of construction? The thickness of the material? Is it simply the geometry of the shape or is it related to some other factors? Interesting question. Ross said, the geometry as you call it or relationships of these shapes in their configuration is the great consideration. It is well to avoid stannous material or that of lead or other baser metals. Wood, plastic, glass, and other materials may all be considered to be appropriate. I think it's kind of tacky to have a plastic pyramid, but hey, in, in a pinch. Uh, but the main matter is the geometry or the relationships of the shapes in their configuration, like uh, square base and um, you know sloping walls, sides in a pyramid, and then the apex angle um, and the geometry uh, you know of all those shapes, uh, or in you know TP or in a silo or a domed structure, whatever. Uh, it's these relationships or ratios, geometries, that is mainly important. That's the great consideration. Uh, it's good to avoid stannous. I think that means tin. Stannous, I forgot. or, or I'm not sure what. I think it's tin. Uh, or lead or base metal. Uh, but all the other ones seem to be okay. 5720. If a if a pyramid shape were placed below the entity, and that's how one can use it uh, on the floor under the bed. If a pyramid shape were placed below the entity, how would this be done? Would this be placed beneath the bed? Or, I'm not quite sure of the arrangement for energizing the entity by, quote, placing it below. Could you tell me how to do that? Ross said, your assumption is correct. If the shape is of appropriate size, it may be placed directly beneath the cushion of the head, meaning the pillow, or the pallet upon which the body complex rests, you know, a slat bed with a pillow. 
We again caution that the third spiral of upward spir of upward lining light. That's weird. Upward lining light, that which is emitted from the apex of the shape, is most deleterious to an entity in overdose, and should not be used over long. This upward spiraling light, upward the third spiral comes off the the apex, um, is very harmful, most deleterious if you're overdose and if you use it for more than 30 minutes. But um, a correctly configured pyramid like those of uh, Pyridine, you know, as I've said many times, Fred Bell's company that I've used, seems to me, um, have wonderful effects. Um, if they're done, you know, daily, which is 20 or 30 minutes, not more, um, with meditate, one meditates. And um, under the pillow, you know, on the floor, under where the pillow is, uh, very helpful, to me at least. 5721. What would the height of one of these pyramids be approximately in centimeters for best functioning? Ross says it matters not. Only the proportion of the height of the pyramid from base to apex to the perimeter of the base is all is at all important. So the construction shouldn't be base metals, uh, but otherwise that's, you know, many other construction materials are fine. The height is not that important, uh, but the proportions of the height from base to apex to the perimeter of the base. So the base may be square like a pyramid, it may be round like a teepee, uh, it may be round like, uh, you know, the, there may be a dome with a square base, uh, but a dome is a you know a rounded peak uh, or a rounded top apex. But whatever that is, whatever the shape, it's the proportions, the apex angle, and the proportions of the height of that structure from base to the apex or top point. Then the to from the 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 proportion of that height to the perimeter of the base. So. If you need to build one. What should that proportion be? Ross said this proportion should be the 1.16, which you may observe. Do you mean that the sum of the four base sides should be 1.16 of the height of the pyramid? Ross said it's correct. So if the height is 100, the sum of the base sides should be 116. Seems like that. Something like that. 5724. By saying that the Queen's Chamber was the initiatory place, can you, could you tell me what you mean by that? Meaning, what does it mean to say initiatory place? And this is a very big question and a very nice answer, and we're getting to the deeper levels of the, um, of the session here. Ross said, this question is a large one. We cannot describe initiation in its specific sense due to our distortion towards the belief understanding that the process which we offered so many of your years ago was not a balanced one. However, you are aware of the concept of initiation and realize that it demands the centering of the being upon the seeking of the Creator. We have hoped to balance this understanding by enunciating the law of one, that is, that all things are the one Creator. Thus, seeking the Creator is done not just in meditation and the work of the adept, but in the experiential nexus of each moment. The initiation of Queen's Chamber 
has to do with the abandoning of self to such desire to know the Creator in full that the purified in-streaming light is drawn in balanced fashion through all energy centers, meeting in indigo, and opening the gate to intelligent infinity. Thus the entity experiences true life, or as your people call it, resurrection. Uh, beautiful introductory statements about what initiation is. They're saying they're not going to talk about it in specific in relation to the Giza Pyramid uh, because they understand now what they offered at that time, you know, 3,600 years ago or so, was not, um, not a balanced process, the process they offered. I don't think there was any problem with the, what they offered, but the problem was that they didn't realize that the, the humans were not capable of, main, of truly understanding and making right use of what was offered. What they offered was uh, fine, but completely inappropriate for this group of souls. Uh, it's just shocking to me that after billion years of evolution from third to sixth density, they couldn't read the mind and future potentials adequately to not know that this group of 3D chronic 3D repeaters with a, with a heavy sprinkling of negativity couldn't handle, couldn't make you know couldn't keep it it's a republic if you can keep it <laughs> they couldn't keep it um, it's just surprising to me that they they couldn't know that in late sixth density uh, that's just not the way masters operate my friend you know teachers don't screw up generally and if I screw up it means I'm not you know qualified so I'm not putting myself up I'm just saying you know the great ones don't make mistakes like the angel told Howard Storm we don't make mistakes that's what that's what the entity told Howard Storm, and I completely agree. That's the mark of of a completed being. They don't make mistakes. Well, Ra's not completed, so there you go. But initiation as a process demands centering of the being upon seeking the Creator. Now, Buddhism Gautama doesn't talk about seeking the Creator, and uh, you know Ramana Maharshi talks about uh, aham vichara or seeking. Uh, self-inquiry who am I what am I who is the self the process of self-realization but that's God realization uh, and so there are many ways of talking about seeking the creator it's not seeking a guy it's really seeking total development of all we are um, the complete um, unveiling of our true nature the complete destruction of ignorance complete ending of confusion and um, unnecessary attachment and desire, um, complete transformation uh, of our entirety to its original uh, condition or its absolute total potential. That includes love, wisdom, that includes infinity, of course. <laughs> that is infinitizing, the, the retrie- re- returning to infinitude, which is our true nature. That's another way of saying, seeking the Creator. Now, Ra's saying, we, we hope to balance this understanding um, or assist this understanding by speaking the law of one. All things are the one creator. Are things, all things are one creator. That's a beautiful way of putting it. All things, all that appears to be differentiated objects, subjects, I, you know, phenomena, thoughts, bodies, energy fields, time and space, 
all that which appears as differentiated things are one creator, are one life. And uh, therefore, seeking the creator is not just done in meditation or uh, on the adept path in, in you know, ways of healing others or you know, very subtle learning or something, but also in the experiential nexus of each moment or um, moment-to-moment living. How do you seek the creator this moment? And that's where Ross said, the moment contains love. That's the beginning, or that's the foundation. You know, and those were the four exercises. Um, look at the objects around you, see the creator. Look at another being, see the creator. Look in the mirror, see the creator. All the moment contains love. That that is very centered teaching. Now, what is initiation? <laughs> uh, initiation of the queen's chamber is about abandoning the self. It's abandoning actually attachment to. Um, to uncentered desires. That's what it's abandoning the self to such a desire to know the creator in full that leads to purified in streaming light, meaning the the energy that comes in from the south pole or root chakra, being drawn or pulled in a balanced way through all seven rays, ending at indigo, sixth ray, and that opens the gate to intelligent infinity, which is, you know, the shuttle the, the linkage between sixth chakra and seventh chakra, between um, realization of the law of one or the state of being of sixth ray, and uh, infinitude, which is accessed by the inner, which is the inner light, or accessed by the linkage of sixth to seventh chakra, the the crown on the top of the head, um, or God nature or infinitude accessed by seventh ray, seventh chakra, accessed by six, by the gateway of six to seven. I think that's called the Brahmanadi. Nityananda talks about this Brahmanadi, the energy channel of God. I think it's between six and seven, for those who know what that means. Um, Initiation then requires or involves, you can't say abandoning of yourself, to the desire to know the creator in full. Uh, there's no, there's no, you know, <laughs> there's no solid self to be abandoned, but there, sh- there are uh, attachments to that which is unskillful. There's attachment to distortion, attachment to anger, attachment to sorrow, attachment to fear, attachment to wrong view, attachment to um, self-pity <laughs> or low self-value, low self-worth is needing to be abandoned. Abandon abandon your wounded psychology. Abandon um, fascination with that which doesn't help you. <laughs> abandon masochism. Abandon self-sabotage. Abandon what, what doesn't bring you wellness. <laughs> you know, abandon the unimportant. And only each person can determine for themselves what's important, not important. As I've said many times, um, one may, you know, what's unimportant to me may be important to you. What you think is unimportant, may I, I may find quite valuable. Or I may do it, and you think that uh, I'm, uh, you know, uh, retrogressive. <laughs> but actually, um, it doesn't mean to me what you think it means to me. 
what it means to me is not what you think or what it means to you. So <laughs> there are uh, 84,000 Dharma, Dharma, Dharma gates. <laughs> there are countless um, vehicles or ways up the mountain. There are countless um, activities that may be of value to beings that seem, unvalue, seem useless to us. Meanwhile, um, it may be useless to them too. <laughs> they may value it, but actually it may be hurting them. But, you know, everyone's on their own. But it's the abandoning of the uh, unimportant, or unskillful, or distorted, or unhelpful, um, to the desire to know the Creator. Well, what does it mean? I want to know the Creator. Where are you, Creator? Tell me, tell me, tell me. No, not like that. Knowing the Creator is, is living your true nature, is living true nature, which is not even yours. It's reality. Uh, living in reality as it is. Being free of uh, illusion and ignorance and wrong view and unnecessary desire. Unnecessary in the sense that it's unhelpful. To to that that's seeking the inner light, seeking to be all you can be, to transform totally. That strength of desire leads to the pure. That that is the purification of in-streaming light from the root chakra. That allows it to be drawn or pulled or brought in a balanced way through the lower triad, particularly, which is where the problems start. Uh, and up through the diaphragm, or it's really up the spine, uh, meeting an indigo, meeting what? Meeting the inner light, meeting the, the light of the crown, or the god light um, in six chakra, that then allows opening of the gate to seven, or the, the linkage, Brahma Nadi maybe, to seventh ray, and that's the gate to intelligent infinity, and that leads to resurrection. And uh, I believe St. Paul said, I die daily. Uh, and it, there is a certain uh, experience of being born anew each morning, if one can uh, recognize that. But resurrection is uh, initiation, death, rebirth. And the being um, that completes the process is not the same one who began it. Don moves out of that and goes to 5725. You also mentioned the pyramid was used for learning. Is this the same process, or is there a difference? Or I said there's a difference. What's the difference, Don asks, using the pyramid for learning. That's different than initiation or healing. What is it? Ross said the difference, or you know what's going on with learning. The difference is the presence of other selves, others, manifesting in space-time, and after some study, in time-space. <laughs> for the purpose of teach learning. In the system created by us, schools were apart from the pyramid, the experiences being solitary. So, and in fact it's complicated because Ra's bringing in a few different points. The pyramid can be used for learning, but <clears throat> in the system that they created, um, schools were also established separate from the pyramid where uh, learning could occur and what learning is about includes other selves or others, you know, manifesting in space-time, meaning physically present with the person who wishes to learn, and then after some study, <laughs> present in their astral body or uh, the astral or time-space invisible dimension um, associated with the physical 
is also a place of learning for that you know, the person who's seeking that's the learning of an initiate actually the learning of an adept uh, but in their system it seems that the pyramid experiences were solitary except for the idea that there was a crystal healer a crystallized healer in the uh, king's chamber so I'm not really sure exactly um, what they mean about the, I think they mean the initiatic experiences were solitary 5727 um, Don wasn't clear and I'm not so clear what you meant by that could you tell me more of what you're talking about meaning the solitary or not solitary and learning whether it was in a pyramid or, or school <laughs> Ra that no Ra knows so much <laughs> that says this is a wide subject please restate for specificity meaning get specific because there's a lot we can say 5728 Don tries to be specific and asks did you mean did you meant did you meant that mean that Teachers from your vibration or density, six, were able to manifest in the Queen's Chamber to teach those initiates, or did you mean something else? Actually, that's confused because he, teaching didn't happen in the Queen's Chamber. That's for initiation. And Ra said, in our system of the Giza Pyramid and the initiate, in the mystery school, you know? I mean, that's a very silly phrase, frankly, mystery school, because it's not a mystery to an initiate. <laughs> I mean, you know, God is a mystery, or um, <laughs> uh, nirvana is a mystery because it's transconceptual and uh, beyond consciousness. But <laughs> what was being taught wasn't mysterious, it was just uh, hidden or, or uh, subtle. But in that system they provided in Egypt, uh, experiences in the Queen's Chamber were, Queen's Chamber position was solitary. So the place of initiation or the work of initiation in that chamber was done alone they go on in Atlantis and in South America teachers shared the pyramid experiences perhaps in the Queen's Chamber initiate initiation process too but um, the healer crystallized healer that may be acting to help you know was was involved in the healing in the King's Chamber um, is not considered a teacher so there's the crystallized healer that may, that seemed to have been present in the king's chamber uh, distinct from teachers who were uh, with uh, students in schools but not the pyramid so you've got three things for Egypt you've got um, healing in the king's chamber with a crystallized healer and the one to be healed you've got initiation in the queen's chamber uh, which is solitary. Then you've got teaching going on in schools um, with you know teachers and students that were apart from the pyramid. But in Atlantis and South America, uh, teachers shared the pyramid experiences, meaning the teaching was done in there too. So there's teaching and healing and initiation, three different things in this system. How did this learning take place in, or learning or teaching take place in the pyramid <laughs> Ra just goes away over the top and says, how does teach learning and learn teaching ever take place? People ask me, how do you know the raw material is undistorted? And I say, how do you know anything? And they say, Ugh. so how does teach learning, learn teaching ever take place? Well, you know, it's a, it's a wide subject also, right? 
be, it, based on the, the will to teach and the will to learn and then the conditions of mind of, of each of the entities involved. But uh, Ross just saying that in Atlantis and in South America, where there were pyramids in both, both locations, um, the third function, teaching, teach learning, did happen in a pyramid or in a pyramid situation also, as well as school, I'm sure. But in the Egyptian system given by Ra, teaching was done apart from the pyramid in schools, uh, initiation was done alone in the queen's chamber, and healing was done with a crystallized healer in the king's chamber. Sorry if I confuse king and queen sometimes because I just that usage is strange to me also. 5730, um, <laughs> we're not going to finish this session because 5733 is a big exchange, but we'll get to the border. 5730, the danger, Don says, the dangerous pyramid shape for use today would be a four-sided pyramid that was large enough to create the king's chamber effect. Is that statement correct? Um, Ross said, this statement is correct with the additional understanding that the 76-degree apex angle is that characteristic of the powerful shape. You know, danger power is not uh, really uh, associated with the side size of the pyramid. Um, there's danger if the apex angle is, is of certain parameters. It's it'll it, there are certain pyramids you can buy that will really hurt you if you put it on the floor under your bed uh, because of the apex angle and the, and the ratios. But what Ron is really saying, I believe, is that the pyramid, uh, even when you know uh, skillfully configured in its geometry or ratios or you know the angles and all of that. Uh, even the perfectly configured pyramid is dangerous because of how it affects upward spiraling light and um, the potential for, for harm of self and other uh, if there is confusion or um, confused motivation or negativity or uh, serves a self intentional intentions in its usage. If there's confusion and, um, quote, misuse or... Uh, unintelligent or unwise use or or uh, selfish use, then even a perfectly configured pyramid uh, will cause uh, problems or um, danger and harm. So it's not a certain size uh, or shape. You know, it's not only a um, poorly constructed or you know unwisely constructed pyramid that's dangerous. But even a wonderfully made pyramid is dangerous if, if the person is careless in its usage. Um, so 76 degree angle characteristic of the powerful shape. Don says, I'm assuming we shouldn't use a pyramid of 76 apex angle under any circumstances. Is it correct? Well, I said, is that your discretion? <laughs> Meaning, if you want to hurt yourself, go right ahead. See, Ra's completely you know, um, respectful of free will. You can do what you want. Uh, and Gautama was like that, and all true teachers are like that. They basically speak the way. And it's up to everyone else the degree to which they will uh, accept and make use of, of the teachings of the way. 
you know, if you want happiness, you need to understand um, causality and uh, the causal basis for happiness. If you want to do whatever the hell you want to do, you're very free to go right ahead. And if you don't know what you're, what causal foundations you're establishing, you will get uh, results um, that may be surprising and unpleasant. And and that's all. <laughs> and it's up to you. And so, if you want happiness, you ought to know the, the basis of happiness. And if you're unwell, you ought to know the causal basis of your unwellness that, you know, gave rise to what you're experiencing. 5732, um, Don says, I will restate the question. I'm assuming that it might be dangerous to use a 76-degree angle pyramid, and I will ask, ask what angle less than 76 degrees would, would be roughly the first angle that would not produce this dangerous effect. Ross said, your assumption is correct. The lesser angle may be any angle less than 70 degrees. So, there are two aspects of danger, the dangerous pyramid. Uh, one is an apex angle uh, of, you know, greater than 70 degrees. Uh, and that can lead to certain problems. The second is um, confused, mistaken, um, selfish, careless usage of any pyramid. And that's why Ross redirecting Don to the work of self-healing and self-initiation. Um, the 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 um, non non necessity of a physical pyramid today. The the drawbacks of uh, using a pyramid today. They're just not important because what was done in the Queen's Chamber and the King's Chamber, both initiation and healing. Uh, can be done without any pyramid at all, <laughs> you know, in Buddhism and, uh, you know, Hindu yoga and Taoism and other mystic paths, they're not necessarily any pyramid. Uh, Gautama didn't say, go get a pyramid. He said, uh, go into the forest and, and uh, be free of your ignorance. Follow the, the teachings and um, drop, you know, drop your avidya and... Um, come to realization or uh, freedom from distortion, freedom from illusion, really. Uh, so pyramids are not necessary, actually, not at all. And uh, Ra also indicated that they really are associated with an earlier time of human history in which human consciousness was less sophisticated than today. And... Um, Today, that kind of reliance on, on structure is unnecessary. Uh, I'm not going to go into session, the, uh, question 5733, because we're at the end of the hour now, and um, it's a very important um, answer. Maybe next time we'll just do half an hour, but let's see. Uh, but to try to push that now, I think, is unfair because it's it's a very important answer. Don was asking about um, uh, space-time, time-space, 
these uh, the experiences of incarnative and non-incarnative uh, stages of experience in third, fourth, fifth, in sixth density, and what density those concepts don't affect the individual. They're not just concepts; they're also they're concepts applied to distinct experience between an embodied, um, relatively gross form vehicle body in our dimension of space-time versus experience in a more subtle, non-physical or more diaphanous energy um, energy vehicle body that is of time-space. But I don't want to rush that answer or explication because it's quite important. Uh, but I will just say that uh, I think that it's mistaken that people make a big deal out of physical pyramids. I've used the pyramid for a long time and um, found great benefit. But <laughs> it's uh, at max 20-30 minutes a day, or at that time it was. And uh, the main work that was being done was uh, Anapanasati breath meditation. So I'm not using the pyramid, expecting the pyramid to heal me, or do anything, but support um, my own continued meditation and uh, strengthen the etheric, or you know, increase uh, well-being and uh, immunity and all sorts of things. But it wasn't a reliance on the pyramid; it was simply the pyramid as um, a booster or a, a one of several supports, uh, just in the same way as. Um, some people are vegetarian for support, or for, you know, to support their development, or some people, you know, <laughs> sleep eight hours, and some people sleep six hours a night. It's not uh, the the technique doesn't doesn't walk the path, but supports us on walking the path or continuing our development. So uh, next time we'll go to session. We'll go to uh, Q question answer fifty seven thirty three and see how long it takes and uh, not necessarily go into session 58 uh, but we'll have more time for questions maybe uh, and complete 50 se session 57 then next time so anyway thank you so much for being here I appreciate it may you all be well and happy take good care and good night